It's been 21 years since the D4 released their debut album, 620. And so it's time to party. Here's Dion to tell us about the new reissue, on vinyl of course, and reminisce about those good old days. saw that it was 21 years since the uh, original release of, of the album and just thought, uh, 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 you know, being it's coming of age that we give it another little go and uh, I don't know, just it just felt like kind of the right thing to do. N- nothing's really been, we haven't really done a lot with that record since since it came out, you know, we haven't re-released it or anything like that, so it seemed like a yep. good time to do that. Um, yep. You know, and, and it, it did have a short run of vinyl originally, um, but we decided this time to, I don't know, change the artwork a little bit. I just had some ideas with that and do some more in-depth liner notes and things like that. Yep, yeah, because most of us who have it, have it in this format. Yes, <laughs> yeah. The beloved CD format from 20 years ago, 21 yep. years ago. So, so, um, so what did you do with the artwork, first of all? We'll, we'll, well I kind of I kind of I, I contacted Glenn Elliott, who took the original cover photo. And right. um I wanted to kind of uh have it a, a little bit rawer um and a little less sort of treated with the photo. So right. we kind of took the photo, kept it black and white. Um I think the original photo shoot was black and white. Um right. no, we kind of didn't didn't sort of like uh saturate it so much as we did on that on that on that version um so it's a bit closer to the actual original photo um you know uh and we and on the back we put a, a kind of legendary shot from uh the night alan mcgee took us first met us or saw our band and took us right. on as manager. yep no, very cool so i mean there's been a lot of people uh supporting you and made it help make everything happen First of all, uh, just uh, reminisce. Go back in time when you when you and and Jimmy first met. Okay. Oh, <laughs> what, what can you tell me about that? That was a long, long time ago. I guess. Uh, <laughs> I guess that was like early nineties. We would have first met uh, when my first right. band, Nothing at All, was playing. Uh, his band, Cranking Dream. I think they were called it. <laughs> Uh, we played together a lot, um, you know, a bunch. We used to do like a lot of hall shows, like on the North Shore, and yep. um, you know, just all ages shows. And our bands played together, and we kind of met through then. And then uh, towards the end of nothing at all, I, I joined a band called the Snitches, and right. he and he joined a band with the drummer of Nothing at All called A Bit Off. So we kind of um he be, kind of became part of the frisbee leisure lounge scene a little bit so right. we kind of hang out more and uh yeah that kind of it, it just you know uh from then um i left the snitches um and uh and formed the d4 with jimmy gotcha gotcha and you mentioned frisbee that's bob frisbee so you got two guys that we both know bob frisbee and john baker who are pretty uh elemental in all of this as well very so very elemental yeah. what what did each of them contribute to the process <laughs> oh well i mean i'm eternally thankful for them for them i mean they you know between the two of them they recorded the first song i'd ever written they right. put on the first show i ever played at uh, right. john baker managed nothing at all um, right 
put on a lot of shows for nothing at all, organized a lot of tours. Uh, Bob Frisbee recorded the Nothing at All album. He also helped co-produce the the, the D4 record, um, you know, and sort of gave us a bit of a home base to to kind of, uh, you know, um, create, I guess. Yep, yep. And both John and Bob are still going strong. I think John's got a band called Ratso with Jake in it. So yep. the connection is still there. Have you seen it or heard anything that they've done? Yeah, I mixed a couple of their songs, their first seven inch actually. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. So, so um, when you think of that time when the, the album was out and you guys were kind of on the way up, mm-hmm. are they all fond memories? Do you sit there with regret? We should have done this. We should have done that. Or are you pretty happy with the way things went? I mean, I'm, I, you know, that was probably one of the, one of, if not the best times of my life. So <laughs> there you you go. Know, I really do look, I, I, I got to do some amazing stuff, tra- you know, tra- you know, basically make my dreams come true and travel the world playing rock and roll. And, you know, uh, I got a lot of experience from that and had a lot of fun. Um, there were good times, there were bad times, you know. Um, it was an intense experience, but I look at them fondly, um, you know, very fondly, actually. Um, you know, there's, in 2020 hindsight, you know, I always think, you know, oh, we should have done this, we should have done that. You know, there's some very obvious moves we made that I think right. were mistakes. Um, but, you know, they don't, haunt, they don't haunt me or anything like that. Right, right, right. right. A learning yeah, process, was, you know? Right, because I was reading your liner notes and it seems like everything fell apart once you got signed to a major label. You know, everything was great until then. That you well, think not that really. I mean, the the the, the, la- the major label really did. Um, Hollywood did an amazing job, and they were all really great people. Right. Um, I really liked working with them, um, as as I did Warner's and as, as I did Flying Nun. Um, right. You know, um, um, I I think you know they they spent a lot of money on my band. You know, yeah, they, right. they they got us you know like amazing TV shows to play on and stuff like that. But yeah, I wouldn't say it was their fault that the band fell apart, you know, or the major label's fault. I think it was joint choices, you know, you know, and and, and I don't really blame anything on anyone else but myself in some respects because I'm I'm the master of my own destiny and I, and I make my choices of what I'm going to do. And if I'm not, right. gonna, if I don't want to do something, I won't do it. So, you know, it's like, um, you know, I was I, I had a part in, in 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 everything. You know. Yep. 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 So a lot of the sessions, uh, the recording sessions for 620 took place at York Street. And yep. you had Bob Frisbee, you had Andrew Buckton and kind of working together or not working together. So tell me what the vibe was like in the studio with the, with everybody. Uh, <laughs> the vibe wasn't great. Uh, the, vibe, <laughs> the vibe was, I mean, every record the D4 made had um, quite uh, a lot of tension uh, between... Uh, not the band, um, yep. and and not so much even the band and and the producers. It was more the uh, the producers and the engineers. Right. Yeah, they had they, they didn't really get along or see eye to eye. Um, I think too many cooks in the kitchen a little bit. Um, you know, um, with differing ideas. Uh, I mean, yeah, it, was, it was pretty basic rock and roll. All you got to do is. Turn it all up and let it rip, don't you? Well, you, about? <laughs> you, you, you would you would think so. You would think so. Um, you know, 
you know, I, I don't know, man. It's like, it, it is basic rock and roll, but, you know, it's not even egos getting involved. It's like people just do things a different way, you know. If I was to yep. redo that record, I would probably do it myself, to be honest. Yep. Yep. I don't yep. know if I would use a producer, you know, or an engineer, you know. I listen to some of it, you know. There's actually some bonus tracks. Oh, good. Um, on uh on on that, that are going to be for download or streaming and uh, of pre-production and i you know i like some of that stuff a little bit more to be honest yep. You know? yep. i think it sounds a bit more badass you know um which is why what i always like i like stuff dirty and i like it rough and i like yep. it um a bit more evil or something you know i i think you know you know sometimes but you know pop producers you know like like to clean things up a little bit and yep, but, you yep, know, yep. I, I have no regrets the record did amazing things so that's you know that's that and it did indeed yeah i mean well one song i want to touch on was come on because it's on the record it's like the first d4 song and yes. i i read the you know I, and people wouldn't realize maybe that it was a little bit inspired by james brown of all people so they have no idea no idea I, I kind of discovered James Brown around that time. Like he yep. really discovered him. Like I knew who he was, I knew, knew his songs, but I got really into James Brown at that time because at a Christmas party, um, we played a James Brown all night long and we danced for like eight hours straight and it kind of changed my, uh, it was just amazing. I just loved it. I've always loved James Brown. I thought he's such a great, strong, confident performer. And- um, yep. Yeah, that bass line is the first thing I came up with of Come On. And it's, I guess it's a white boy trying to be funky or something, you know. And hey. uh, it's not very James Brown at all. But, you know, it's sort of, it's a, if, if, if you sort of isolate the bass line, it kind of bops yep. along a little bit more. It's not just your four on the floor, ding, 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 you know. Yep. I think I got a press release today announcing Bootsy Collins is on some big project that he's doing, speaking of bass playing. Oh, yeah. So he's still pumping them out. Oh, cool. Nice, no, good to hear. He's a good guy. Yeah. Now, tell me, from what I understand, your first gig was in Raglan with Shaft and Mary, which are bands that still kind of float around. Nobody ever goes away in New Zealand, just as long as they're still breathing. So, <laughs> what do you remember about that? <laughs> God, I don't really remember the show at all. I, I have a feeling we were probably a pretty underwhelming. Um, uh, John Baker put together the show. He gave us our name as well. Right, right. Um, um, and, you know, we probably just had it. We probably played for 20 minutes, maybe something like that. We probably played Exit to the City. We probably played Come On. Yep. Uh, those are the kind of first two songs we, we've got together. Um, probably a few covers. Don't really remember much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just watching your uh, thing on Letterman with, the, with Bill Cosby was hosting the show. Oh, yeah, Bill Cosby. <laughs> it's, it's kind of a... A strange obviously they didn't know what to do do with you and bill cosby together he didn't even introduce you they just gave him some cards to yeah. hold what was the experience like for you guys i think he was blind or something i don't know the experience was great it was it was <laughs> awesome it was um 
you know, it was really good. Like, uh, it was, we, we were in the middle of a tour, so we were, like, real confident and just, like, you know, it was, wasn't was so nerve-wracking. Uh, we yep. had our, our sound man ramped in with us. Uh, right. It felt like a real moment in our career, for sure. Um, I, I think Bo Diddley, or, or I think Bo Diddley was supposed to do it, but we, we oh. got to fill his spot. Um, <laughs> Bo Diddley's helped me out a lot in the past, to be honest. Yeah, well, yeah, Bo's yeah. pretty cool. I met I him mean, a few I, times. I, 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 met, I met my wife while watching Bo Diddley as well, live. Uh, right. Yeah, so i got a lot to thank, you know, and not to mention the whole rock and roll genre. Um, yeah, there uh, is that. But yeah, it was, it was a fun experience, you know. Um, I think we did well. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did well. And the other show uh, you did with the, your first UK show, you had the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs playing with you. I mean, that's pretty... Yeah. Kicking in one, they just put a new record out themselves a couple of days ago. So, they did. Yeah. what do you remember about that? I remember that show very clearly. That was our first UK show. I made a lot of friends at that show, including the year years and a yep. lot of bands and people that I still see to this day. And that night was a great night. Both bands rocked re- a lot. And uh, we partied really hard after that show with the year years. And it was just, uh, yeah, it was a great night. A little club in, in in Tottenham, yeah, called the Metro, I think it was called. Right, right, right. So at some point, you must have realized that in order to do what you're going to do, you have to get out of New Zealand and attack the world. So did the band have discussions about that? Did you have, like, people advising you? Was no, that organized? No one was... advised us to do that. I mean, it's always <laughs> been my lifelong dream to tour the world. Like, right. even when I was in Nothing at All and I went on my first overseas experience to london and stuff not with nothing at all but just with my girlfriend um you know i was just dying I, I went and saw some bands and i was just like dying to play going wishing my band was here tonight because we would just kill it and it was just it's just always been a dream of mine to go and tour the world so we um you know we as soon as we got an opportunity to do so we did you know we just hopped on it and um you know that was through guitar wolf really i guess the yep. first opportunity yeah yeah, yeah, on Guitar Wolf. So I think the last time I saw you and Jimmy together was out of the house in Titarangi, oh, yeah. like four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. So obviously everybody gets along and everybody, you know, oh, yeah. doing their own thing. So you're going to be doing some shows again. I, I believe there's a tour that's being announced tomorrow. So yeah, tell me, tell me what that's like for you and what what you got to do to get up for it. <laughs> well, it's it's. Uh... I mean, we, you know, if we figured if we're going to put out the record, we might as well play some shows. It just kind of makes right. sense, you know. Yep. It was fun playing shows. You know, last time in 2018 was a lot of fun playing those shows. Um, you know, I'm going to be touring with my own band in Europe. We'll start next week for a month. And, right. then, I do, and then I do another tour three weeks before that D4 tour. So... <laughs> I'm gonna. It's gonna be good because I'm gonna be running. You know, I'm gonna be playing a lot of guitar and singing a lot before that tour, which is gonna be great. It's always good. Yep. Um, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I'm really looking forward to that tour. Cool. And who's who's gonna fill out the band this time around? Same as last time. Beaver on drums and our original bass player Jake on bass. Good old Jake. Yep, English yep. Jake. And I love him. Both those guys played on 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 that record too. Um, Beaver played on Get Loose and Jake played on come on i believe and that yep. it, it, yeah those are the songs they put on for that cool 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 so do you see this getting any bigger than that or is this just like a a, a, to- a dip in the in the past a little bit nostalgia trip for you 
Um, I wouldn't say it's you know, I, I I wouldn't say it's a nostalgia trip. It's just yep something fun to do. I mean, it's it's not not part of any bigger plan, but uh, it just you know like that that last run we did. You know, the King's Arms was closing down. It just yeah one of those um, things where it just it kind of just lights come on and go. This seems like a good thing to do. It seems like a fun idea. The time is right. You know what I mean? Yep. Same same. Yep. Yeah. yeah, missed the King's Arms. It's just around the. Yeah, it was just around the corner, and venues like that are important. What's what what's standing there now? Anything? I haven't even I haven't even ba- I haven't been bearing to look. I don't think there's like anything. Maybe an apartment building or something. Apartment building. Okay, they have, they, they they have knocked it down though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So it's very depressing. Yeah, <laughs> it sucks. It sucks. But anyway, that's the way it is. All righty. Well. I can't wait to put the vinyl on the old turntable, the new version. Did you have anything to do with the? It's what, like 180 gram vinyl reissue thingy? Yeah, it's 180 gram vinyl. It's on black vinyl. Um, it comes with it's uh, some liner notes that me and Jimmy wrote, a whole bunch of photos that nobody's ever seen before. Cool. Um, yeah, I think we did a really, we worked really hard on, on on trying to come up with something really cool. So, and I think we did. All righty. Well, we'll see you when you when you. Come back and hit the road. It'll I'm looking fun. forward to it, mate. I'll see you there, yeah? You betcha. All righty. Thanks All right, a lot. Thank we'll you. We'll see you. Yeah. Yeah. Bye-bye.